loops. Oh no loops. All right. Yo. Yo. We're live. You understand? Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats, rats, dogs, Manny Fresh, you are now uh, watching and listening to Own No Loops. Yay, yay. That's right. Um, and uh, today we're going to do the obligatory uh, 2017 wrap up. Talk about our favorite uh, songs, our favorite uh, albums. Uh, I am Urkel. Mo- well, who am I saying? I'm Marcus. Mm-hmm. I'm Urkel Modi on Twitter. <laughs> and you are? I'm Gene. I'm at Old Dirty Plaster on Twitter. And we have a special guest today. Who do we have with us? I am Jesse. Uh, I am J underscore Ducker on Twitter, but I have not used that for quite some time. Okay. I go by Spider Jerusalem when I do my other podcast. Wow, that's deep. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a comic book character. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Hey so, uh, yeah. No, dude, from I when ah, I'm on the On the Roof podcast with my homeboy Tim Diesel. I'm Spider Jerusalem. Okay. But for now, I'll be Jesse. Okay. And then uh, also... Right for albumism.com. Also, Album. Jessen. Albumism.com. Yeah. We uh, talk about albums and music and salute all types of dope stuff out there. So check us out, albumism.com. I'm going to throw my shameless plug. No, so absolutely. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> right, no, right, right, no, right. This dude has a ton of albums. You have a lot of album reviews. I do lots of albums. I do new stuff, and then I do anniversary. So I've right. done, like, the last thing I did was the 25th anniversary for The Chronic. Yeah, and then oh, I've man. done stuff for gosh, the Public Enemy's first album early this year, the BDP's first album early this year. All right. Uh, gosh, I've done so many, I've lost count. Uh, Ice <laughs> There's Cube, a lot of money Ice, there. exactly, yeah, because you think it's whatever the five years are. So like the 25th anniversary of Ice Cube's The Predator album. Right. All right. And so, but yeah, we, we cover all. It's not just hip hop. We cover all different sorts of genres on there. Okay. And we got do interviews. All that type of stuff. So dope check stuff. It, it is. Yeah, it is. I should talk to you guys about it afterwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So check out Jesse on albumism.com. Word. Uh, we're gonna we're all gonna talk about some albums today. Word so up. Uh, yeah, let's just get into it. So but before we start with our 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 favorites of the year, um, we would need to clear up a little unfinished business from the last episode. Unfinished business, EPMD. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what you're saying? So what so you're what saying? saying. Yeah. That's right. Big payback with NWA uh, in the video. Um, so today, uh, uh, so that last episode we were talking about the Grammys, the 20, 2018 Grammys, and we left left out a couple of, of things that we wanted to note really quick. Number one, uh, we both mentioned that we were surprised that Drake didn't get nominated for any Grammys. Yeah, but we found out later on that he actually didn't submit more life uh, the playlist. For consideration for rap album of the year or album of the year, um, he's had friction with the Grammys in the past, so him submitting or not submitting it uh, probably plays into that. Um, Absolutely I guess, plays into yeah, that. Yeah, I guess he didn't want to be bothered. I would imagine that he would have been nominated for a few. He definitely would have. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's why you probably won't be uh, seeing him up for any, or definitely won't see him up for anything and won't see him there. Um, yeah, I think he he. I know in the past he said that, like he had beef with them um, nominating uh, Hotline Bling as a rap song. He's like, this isn't a rap song. Don't, yeah, don't put me in the rap category. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was making sure it wasn't that like he was upset that he wasn't winning or something like that. No, 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 he's got these guys get salty that they don't win. So no, Drake is definitely one of the people who they will nominate if you right. drop something. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, automatically. Automatically. <laughs> yeah, no, that Good or bad, he'll just get nominated. Yeah, because they know Drake. Uh, yeah. Um. So that was that. 
And then we skipped uh, one of the most important categories of the night, uh, the album of the year category, which has um, two rap uh, nominations. Yes. In in the form of a 444 by Jay-Z and Damn by Kendrick Lamar. The Grammys loved those two albums. So uh, they were both nominated for album of the year, along with uh, Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. I'm sorry, I, I didn't pronounce that correctly because it has an exclamation point. So it's Awaken My Love. <laughs> um, 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 melodrama by Lord uh, and 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. So, Gene, who do you think is going to win that award? Well, I can't fairly say. Um, I haven't heard all of Lord's album. I've heard of uh, some of the radio songs and some things that I've seen her perform on uh, uh, streams of um, uh, festivals. But I can say out of uh, the ones that I do know, I have heard Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love! <laughs> <laughs> and I have heard 444. And I have heard some of 24K Magic. I have heard Damn. Um, so I would say out of the ones that I do know, um, I think will win will be uh, Jay-Z. Mm, really? Uh, 444. Wow. That's bold. That's bold. Uh, yeah, I, I I definitely think that they'll give him that, especially because of the association with Beyonce. Mm. Um, I think that that's a clear cut winner just because of that. Wow. Um, and as far as who I think should win out of the five, from what I know, um, would be Damn. Right. Okay. So I go with those two. Okay. So I think that they're going to give the award to Lord for melodrama. Really, and the reason why I say that is because I don't think the Grammys, the Grammys have not shown us evidence that they are ready to give a, a straight ahead rap album album of the year. It hasn't happened as of yet. They they nominated they they gave uh, Lauryn Hill the award, but that was not a straight up rap album. Yeah, um, and they awarded Speaker Box Love Below. Yeah, which is not a straight up built off of Hey Ya rap rap album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So as of yet, if if Jay Z did win, he would be the very first. And I just I don't think that 444 is the album that's going to push them over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think as insulting as it would be for like the the one non artist of color to be awarded the the album of the year, I wouldn't put it past the Grammys to do that. So I feel like they're going to give it to Lord because they feel like that's the safest. Either Lord or Bruno Mars. Well, I, I think those are the two safest yeah. uh, nominees in that category. Well, I mean, with uh, with Bruno, um, you know, who didn't hear uh, 24K Magic? Sure. He, he had, he had, he, he had, had a, a lot of hits colossal this year. year, and Lord was basically festival queen. You mm. know, all of the big festivals, she was headlining or was one of the close headliners. So she's been doing a lot of touring, and it's definitely um, uh, widened her presence uh, after the first album. So um, I wouldn't be too surprised. Um, I actually would think that after, uh, in my opinion, Jay Z getting it, it would definitely be Bruno. So yeah, yeah. I just I'm always reminded of when they because they they uh, um Adele beat out Beyonce right for Lemonade. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm always reminded of that I'm always reminded of um the one year where was it Jeff who did Jeff Roll Tall beat. Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I always remember that. Um, uh, Taylor Swift beat out Kendrick for Pimple Butterfly. Yeah, and I actually uh, listened to both of those albums. And, and what did you think of Taylor Swift? I never, I never bothered. Uh, I I've listened to one Taylor album, and that was probably the one. And I just, you know, okay. I, I, no, actually, that wasn't the one. 
but it did come after the one that I didn't hate too much. I, I, I personally think, Taylor, all in all, I think that she is a great country song writer. Uh-huh. I think she's not the best pop song writer. Okay. Um, and I don't always like her voice. Okay. So just going off of what I know and knowing, um, you know, how that album played out with the hits, um, including a song with Kendrick, I wouldn't have given it to her. Okay. But, you know, and then whatever. before that, uh, Beck beat out Beyonce for her self-titled album. I so, liked the Beck album better. Really? I did. Okay. <laughs> Well, all 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 in all, all I'm saying is that I don't necessarily think the Grammys are ready to to uh, go rap rapidly rap on the album of the year. So I don't think I think Jay Z and Kendrick are a long shot to win that award. Um, like I said, I I could see I could definitely see it going to Lord, but maybe Bruno Mars. Um, you had a thought. Yeah, yeah I had a yeah. thought. I was gonna <laughs> say I'm a dark horse. I'm gonna say the dark horse to win it is Childish Gambino because I mm. think. The Grammys award shows like to hitch their wagons to what's hot, and he just won an Emmy. He yeah. won a Golden Globe. So Don Glover's he's out there, and they like to go and say he's kind of of the moment right now. Mm. The Atlanta's about to come back. He's yes. going to be in that Star Wars movie. He, I, I think that I, I'm not saying he's going to win, but I think he's a dark horse. Okay, he's fire. <laughs> <laughs> I see, this, is, I, this is the toughest. Year. I mean, when you look at about the five nominees, this is actually a really tough year because all, they're all media darlings to some degree. To some degree, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree that you don't think this would be a year that you don't think they pick a hip hop Grammy, but I mean, it win a Grammy, but this might be the year, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because well, well, there, there's two nominated, which is not yeah, normal. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, although last year uh, was it was it Drake and. Who was nominated last year? For which? Uh, for for uh, Views. No, he was the only hip-hop artist nominated last year. Oh, yeah, I think he was. Which is, that's barely a hip-hop album. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so it, this possibly could be the year because it's just an increased likelihood because there are two rap albums right. nominated. But I don't know if they're ready yet. Um, so I think, yeah, I think Lord Bruno Mars or Childish Gambino are more likely to win it. I'm going to say Lord, but we'll see what happens. I hope that's not what happens. No disrespect to Lord, I just hope that's not what happens. But uh, we'll see. But as far as who would I want to win it, um, either either Jay Z or Kendrick, I wouldn't make them that mad at either one. Um, yeah, e- e- either one, either <laughs> one, I'd, I'd be good with. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd be good with either one too. But I I really do think that because of the association with Beyonce, he probably will win it. Um, mm-hmm. Bruno or. Childish Gambino, I wouldn't be surprised. Bear in mind, Beyonce has not won Album of the Year yet. That's why I got She has not, but she's like one of the most popular people in the world. Clearly. I mean, <laughs> so. she's the king. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so that said, uh, let's get into uh, the actual topic of today, which is our favorites of 2017. Uh, this was a year which we saw a lot of rap music being released. Um, I know... For me personally, because of the podcast, I listen to a lot more than I normally listen to. I don't know if there was more released this year than normal, or if I just listened to more. But yeah, I listened to a lot. Definitely of a lot released, and you know, uh, considering what type of year we had last year with uh, Tribe coming back, Daylight coming back, um, you know, uh, a year without an official Kendrick release, um, you know, two thousand seven. When did Untitled and Master come out? Was that that was last year? Uh, yeah. Last year. Would you call it an official release? 
Okay, a year it's without... It's an EP. It's an EP. Uh, <laughs> a year without one prime for release in the, you know, initial league. Okay. Whatever words I'm trying to say. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, all the events that happened last year, um, 2017 had a lot to live up to, I believe. Um, but then, of course, you had a lot of big releases this year. You, of course, also had the hip-hop beefs as well. You had... Uh, just as of a couple days ago, the freestyle that people are still talking about. Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Style. That's, c- can I say that that is actually a song of the year? It's not on my list. It's not on my list of top five songs, but I think that was the best. That's definitely the best verse of the year. Uh, in, in my well, opinion. Talk to the people at the source. <laughs> <laughs> the source. If they still do that. It's song of the year. Oh, 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 yeah. The verse like of the quotable, year. Yeah, like about yeah. pop quotables. Um, I mean, it's definitely my verse of the year. I don't think that's a surprise. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be talking about that for a while because I'm just stuck. Yeah, it's it's. I've I've listened to it multiple times every day since it's come out. Good um, job. It's yeah, <laughs> I've analyzed, analyzed the lyrics and yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, but black. I mean, I don't know. Black Thought has been. I would say he's been the best rapper for a number of years. At least the past five years, maybe. Um, like, well, and we, what, I, we, what I mean we, by we, that is... We, we did do that episode. We did. And so what I mean by that is nobody... Like, who can you name who raps better than him right now? Uh, nobody. Um, I mean, he was on my list. The only reason why he wasn't number one was because he hasn't released that much. With exactly. Five years. In the last five years, the last thing he did was then they shoot your cousin. I feel like he was barely on that album. He is barely yeah. on that album. He was on yeah. six tracks. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then like one verse each. Yeah. yeah. One verse each on that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, as far as output, as far as actual output, yeah, he, that that's the only reason he wasn't either on my list. I forget what my list was. I don't think it was on my list, but but that's the only reason if he as, wasn't on it, that's as why far as it. guy who is accessible through freestyles and radio show interviews and actually spitting a verse. This is as far as pure rap ability. Yes, as as he's the best, and he's, he's done. His guest appearances have been really crazy. I was about to say yeah, he's yeah. done countless guest appearances. You know, uh, anywhere from. Uh, um, a David Banner album to a Rhapsody album to you know Logic a Faramanch album, album uh, you know a lot of places. Thursday um, album, yeah. Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been around, so um, I I still have him at roughly I think it was number three based off of his own releases. Right, so right, um, but you know to be able to rap like that after almost twenty five years of doing it, he um, raps better. He like he's he's improved with every year. Somehow, yeah. the guy who the guy who rapped what he did the other day, I think, would slaughter the Illadelf Half Life guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Illadelf Half Life guy was insane. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's rare. It's rare for a rapper to actually get better with age, as opposed to declining. You you almost never see that. So, shout out to Black Thought. Black Thought still doing it. Um. All right. So so now we're gonna get into our our favorite our five favorite songs of the year. And since uh, Jesse is our guest, we're going to start with Jesse. Thank you, guys. And again, thank you guys very much for letting me go guest appear on this show. Of course. Thanks for coming sir. through. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with number five. Uh, I'm going to do number five is a song by Your Old Droog. It ah. is called, I'm going to pick the song Help by Your Old Droog. Okay. okay. Do, you, do you guys know which one that is? Or? I haven't listened to the album in a minute, but I, I, I like the album a lot. Yeah. And I think my favorite song on that album was 
Rat Man, maybe? No, but... I, but actually, I, I named the wrong song, sorry. Okay. I did You Can you can Do It. Help is the others. There's two songs produced by Edon. Right. The Help is the one with Edon, which is also really dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wiki from uh, Rat King. But I'm picking You Can Do It, parentheses, Give Up. Give Up, right. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's not an encouraging song. No, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about it. Because it's three verses. It's one about like a basketball player who was like the shit in high school, and then he just stopped really trying, and then when he went up against someone who was really good... He wasn't so good, and he just kept on trying, but he just wasn't good enough to make it. Yeah. Then there was the girl who thinks she's going to be the hot shit, like, IG model, but, again, she's just not quite good enough to do it, <laughs> and gets into drugs and gets pimped out and stuff like that. And then the last one is about a rapper who also, he's like, he wants to, everybody tells him he's the shit coming up, but he keeps on trying, he just can't make it, and in the last line, is like, hey, man, ain't everybody supposed to rap? So you could try your hardest. And you can try to do it, and then you just but, still might not be good yeah. enough. And that's yeah. a hard lesson in life, but sometimes it's it it's some real shit. Yeah. So I I really like that. And Edon's on the beat, and anytime Edon... I wish... More Edon in 2018. Please. Yeah. Now, because I know somebody who's worked with Edon, and uh, they, he's, he's, they've supposed to be working on an album with Edon forever, for a long time. And it's just, dude, just works it very, very, very slowly. Mm. So, and that, that's, that's, I'll talk more about it like afterwards. But yeah, he's, he just is very deliberate with his game. Mm -hmm. So he's, uh, but yes, you're right. We need more Edon all the time, ever, whatever. He's a master with this. And I know he's a perfectionist, but uh, yeah. just, I can relate to that. Yeah, he's a perfectionist, but you know, a lot of the stuff that he is, works that he likes doing like he grew up like worshiping was just by kids who were you know just throw it on the whatever so they weren't doing hard so i hope he you know just can put some music out i would, I would love to hear an edon album or just more edon beats yeah. or guest verses whatever. so that's why i was so happy that I, either one of those songs i don't think you can do it Got because it. it's a really really dope song yeah um uh, number four odyssey you grew up ah you grew up. Yeah, yeah that is a serious song so that's my my message that is, is a message. Message. Song, message. It is a message for the moment. Oh my gosh. So yeah, because you know, it's you know, it's the first verse is about him. I don't know if it's a true story, but if it's a very good story. It, 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 yeah, he tells it like it's a true, true story. story. That like it's his his friend who he grew up with, the white kid he grew up with, that you know, a little bit of a punk kid and they, you know, punk music, but you know, they both were they build and they grew up in the same neighborhood and they shot ball together and then Eventually, his he said, you know, his pops got laid. The, the white friend's pops got laid off, mm -hmm. and he blamed his father, who uh, Ozzy's father, who's an immigrant, and they started butting heads right. and they break up. And then later, he says he finds out, dude was a cop, turned a cop, and shot an innocent person. So yeah. mm. it's some deep it's, shit. Yeah, and then, then the second one also, it's a deep from another angle because it's like this Muslim kid who kind of you know son of immigrants who's growing growing up here in America and. He's getting picked on because, you know, he's trying to live the right way, but everybody assumes the worst of him because he's Muslim. And then he gets approached by somebody who's like, hey, you know, it's the line of this. So I can teach you that life is a weapon, you know, yeah. that, that you can use your life as a weapon against evil. But what mm. he's talking about is using your life to, you know, blow people up. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, it's some deep shit, man. It is, it is, it is, it is. I know when I heard it, I was just like, I was driving, I was like, <laughs> The hell? Is <laughs> you know, 
And um, it, it, it's something that can be disturbing to hear if you're like in a certain zone. Right. That you're just like listening to some happy stuff and then all of a sudden you just pop this track on. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's a little shifting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little shifting. All right. all right. And then number three, I'm going to it's another kind of, three of the five songs are these really serious ones. What's wrong with it? Yeah, I'm just saying. It's Look, just, I'm not usually when, like that. When you see yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Rhapsodies, Jesus Coming, last oh, song on the album. Yeah. Because oh, I was. Out. Yeah, because I like just I like the way the beat. I think Ninth did the beat on that one. I want. To say. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's three verses, and it's all like three different people who are just kind of mind their own business, doing their own thing, and they got shot just because people are acting stupid. And right. now it's them lying on the ground, considering their life, trying to talk to their family, trying to talk to their friends, what they'd say to them, trying to just disbelief, like, hey, I was just out here playing with my daughter, and all of a sudden these cats are acting stupid, and I get caught in the crossfire. And, you know, then I think the final verse is her rhyming from the perspective of, like, a soldier out in uh, Afghanistan also, who's out there. He doesn't believe in the war anymore, but he's out there doing it, and he gets killed, and he's shot, and he's like, this is what it was all about, and just in disbelief. But she just really, really makes a really emotionally affecting song. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, and it's just, I've I've been surprised by by the quality of her just how much I liked her before, and she, I thought she got even better this year. I did and then, too. And then I just the type of stories. I mean, there's a whole I could pick a whole bunch of songs on that album, but that one is just like this is a good year for really emotionally affecting songs. Mm. And that yeah, one people are just letting it all hang out. Exactly, a lot of emotional shit happening this year. Exactly, <laughs> and, 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 and she wasn't even talking about like the political shit. Right, 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 right. Just, This is just like life and death, and what you're thinking about, like. Yeah, then you know it's just you, you could be at a house party one day and you're going and just going out to have a good time with your friends and pop it's yeah. all over yeah uh, one thing I will say about that song but I found the vocal sample a little annoying I, I get it's, that it's, it's a little overbearing was it? To, to, for me it was I, you might not agree but I, I found it a little but I, the song is dope the right. song is dope but I found the vocal sample to be a little I, I, I always find present. it interesting because they, they they did group it with a singer Right. Um, so like, well, yeah, there's a singer on there. There's um, uh, what's her name? Amber, Amber from no, no, from uh, from uh, Moonchild. Right. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, I find it interesting just because you you did work the sample instead of having featured singer who's singing the other part sing that part over too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I always just find it intriguing. Yeah, that they choose to do that. Mm. Like 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 to layer the singers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I mean, the vocal sound does get, but, you know, it's kind of a Ninth Wonder thing, so I'm used to him doing that type of stuff, so I'm yeah. like, all right, and then the lyrics were good enough the lyrics, that, yeah. that I just was like, okay. Yeah. So number two is less serious, uh, Tanya Morgan, VPND. Oh. So that is you all. You kind of figured you'd get some Tanya Morgan there. some Tanya Morgan, man, and then I like that song, because first of all, it's produced by Roddy Rod, and I'm like, the he's, I'm a huge Roddy Rod fan, he's down with, uh, What's that? Who the uh, God? I can't remember the name of the crew. It's the down with the uh, Odyssey and all them and Kev Brown. Oh, low budget. Low budget. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he's yeah. down with them. So I, I think he's a completely underrated producer. So I like that he worked with them and just you know lyrically, it's nothing incredibly serious, but it's like a tribute to my favorite group, EPMD, or one of my favorite groups, EPMD. So you know, Von P and Don making dollars. Yeah, and Don. So yeah, it's just a really dope beat, and they kick some really just 
type battle type rhymes off of it and there's nothing really more deeper than that to it but they do their thing and i really like that album and i just feel like in general it's just really good really good production compare compiled with like they just kind of do their thing to it I need to listen to that album more. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely a fan of of uh, of, of, of Donnie Rogan. Sh- shout out to Don and Vaughn. I know they're not watching this, but shout out to them. If you are. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, like like their their album from what was it 2010? Brooklyn uh, Natty. Brooklyn Natty is one that, of my favorites. That's great. Like, it's a great album. I love that album. Um, and and they always do they always do good stuff. They always do solid work. So I I, I need to I, I I did listen to that album, but I need to go back and really like like I'm, dive into it. I'm a huge fan of that album. That's just my favorite song on it. And I didn't even know it was a Roddy Rod beat until afterwards. And then I was like through it and I was like, oh, right, he did it. That makes sense. Sounds yeah. like him. So I highly recommend that one. And my favorite song. Speaking of serious songs, Brother Ali, Dear Black Sun. <laughs> You're gonna say that? Ooh, yeah, I knew it. Somehow I, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I knew it. I saw you like going through any that. I think I saw you had the brother Ali kind of there. You can't you. do that. I looked over and I saw the pay. I saw the picture on it, man. I don't know what song you looked at. So, but whatever. So, I'm sorry, my bad. But that's a great song, man. It's just it seriously. You thought I talk about? Okay, emotionally affecting and poignant songs. Yeah. That's why I missed this digression when that Post Malone shit came out and he was like... Oh, that was, that was a fucking This is the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> and he was like, oh, if you want to listen... Yo, don't listen to hip-hop if you want to, you know... Well, I cry. I'm like, have you listened? It's because you don't know hip hop, uh, bro. <laughs> culture vulture. But you know, seriously, if you listen to that song, I don't even have kids. Right. And that shit made me want to cry. Yeah. I mean, just him talking about, even if you separated it from all the crazy shit that's been happening in the last couple years yeah. mm-hmm. with like police and young black men and young black children. Right. It's still. It hits you right there. Yeah. And then when you add that on top of it, just like, you know, hey, you got to be careful with the way. No, you don't have to be careful. That's the thing. It's like, you just be just, you. Just be you. You be you, but you should know there are people out there who don't see you as a real person. They see you as like 500 yeah. years of stereotypes. Right. That shit is just, whew. That gives me, the, that, that's some heartbreaking shit. Yeah, it is. So, it is. It is. So it's just, and it's just like, and also it's just like, you know, he's also talking about like, don't, you know, you just be you growing up. I said, don't let me, I'm not controlling your life. Nobody else out there should be controlling your life. Right. You just grow up and you be the best person you can be. Yeah. That, yeah, that's some heavy duty stuff. Yeah. Man. And that's a great album by him. And he does a lot of emotionally affecting stuff, but not, I can't remember the last song, like emotionally opponent that really hit me like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, best song of the year. It's, it's a, freaking great song it is. shout out to that dude brother ali is another dude i think has been getting better recently um uh, especially this album and he's he's kind of he's kind of peaking right now and he's doing a lot of just again emotionally and like content wise and storytelling wise he's kind of firing all cylinders and never anything better than that song right there yeah he's he, just doing great stuff yeah oh. he, he's definitely shifted over the years like he's i feel like he's mellowed out as a rapper and as, yeah. a, as a man yeah yeah like yeah. if you listen to any of his interview he's definitely a lot mellower than he used to be he right. doesn't really do he used to do like a balance of the poignant and like the battle raps right he doesn't yeah. really do the battle stuff, no, energy the battle yeah, stuff he, anymore at all yeah. yeah he's just going in full emotion now yeah. full vulnerability full fully revealing as opposed to hey i'm great on it you know yeah people these days 
seem to want to hear that less and less. Right. Hmm. Like, it's great that you can rap, like, instead of telling us, just Show sell us. us on it. Right. You know, um, we know that you can rap because you're here. Right. To some extent, you can... You can do what you need to do. Just show us by telling us a story, telling us about you. And that's what I like to hear more about. So that's why I can definitely relate with that just being an awesome song. Yeah. I, I, think, I think he's just changing as a person, honestly. I feel like he's just... Like, like, like he doesn't really curse anymore either. Like, yeah. like there's one beat curse word on the album, and then that's it. And you know, I never noticed that. But yeah. Probably yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was listening again the other day, and I was like, yeah, curse free. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get into this album later when we get to whatever. But yeah, just in terms of, like, the type of stuff, he is rhyming from a mature mind state in place. Even as a person of strong opinions, he knows that, like, you know, these are my pages, these are how I'm expressing them. I'm not expecting everyone. I mean, he teaches those he feels needs to be teached, you know, directs his music towards. But, yeah, he's he's definitely come from a solid place with it. I don't All know right. if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so, Jesse, that was your top five songs. Yes. Gene, your turn. Okay, um, well, I, uh, I've got top five that definitely is different than yours. Good, good. Uh most part <laughs> but um i would start with mentioning that i do have a couple honorable mentions that well, didn't make do that the top. <laughs> give me three give you three okay three honorable mentions really quick really all right jay-z smile mm-hmm. open mike eagle nine and uh has low 95 radios and uh, Kendrick Lamar, Fear. Those are my three honorable mentions. Fear, which he said that's probably one of his best verses of recent memory, yeah. Kendrick. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, good job. Uh, my three honorable mentions would be The Hated by uh, Dave East and featuring Nas. It wasn't a single. Uh, it was something that when I was listening to um, his album, I was like, oh, Nas is going to be on there. But he's just on there talking. <laughs> the good thing about it is that the beat is very hypnotic and it's a really deep story um rhyme and the the hook on it they hated Malcolm they hated Martin they, it's it, it's it's real deep and he's just flowing along like he's riding the beat really is your honorable mention? huh is your honorable, it's honorable mention okay, so we got it yeah I know I know, I know. All right. <laughs> but yeah okay yeah I um uh, Nas talking is better than him doing a hook Pretty much, but <laughs> pretty much, uh, I I did put the Black Thought freestyle as my honorable mention. Mm. I did put Bodak Yellow as one of my honorable mentions. Okay, I yeah. I liked it because of um, the shift in flow patterns throughout it. Um, I was never a huge fan of the subject matter, but the way she was just spitting, it's like she meant it, and um, you know the shifting in the patterns I liked. Okay, um, okay, so my number five. Um, was Happy Wasteland Day by Open Mike Eagle. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I got into this album um, overall uh, because I saw that we were going through releases, and I was like, okay, well, you know, um, I can't say that I've ever really, really been into Open Mike Eagle, and I did listen to. Uh, um, what was the name of the last last album? Film festival. The... A hell of dark, uh, hell of dark comedy album. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> the last album. Let's the one he did with the producer. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm lost. I've stumped everybody. <laughs> no, I liked it too. It was one of my favorite albums. Like, hell, hell, personal film festival. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I I was kind of like, eh, but other people did like it a lot. 
But um, listening to this album, um, Happy Happy Wasteland Day, it was definitely a song that stood out to me. Um, and, um, you know, he's, he's getting uh, uh, really political on this, and it's not so much a straightforward telling of what the political um, climate is now with lines like, uh, when the king is a garbage person, I might want to lay down and die, power down all my darkest urges, keep my personal crown up high. Um, he, he's like, I don't know. He, he, he's known for, for a lot of satire, but, uh, with this album, it's kind of just talking about his environment more and using a lot of metaphor and i just enjoy the shit out of that <laughs> it's, it's it's like i'm catching something new every time and i'm just feel like i'm being fed more and more so i enjoyed uh that um i actually made a mistake with my order here Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I didn't make a mistake in my order. I'm sorry. So that was my number five. Okay. My number four was 444 by Jay-Z, the mm-hmm. title track. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his apology to uh, Beyonce. Right. And, yeah. um, of course, a lot of people have touted him uh, for the album overall being uh, crazy personal. Uh, this song especially. And, you know, we talked about it uh, last week. Um in regards to how it sounds and uh, um, how we're satisfied with it being nominated. Um, and we did an entire episode about the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we did an entire episode about the album. Um, you know, the sample alone, which we talked about last week, yeah. um, uh, was great, wonderful use of it by No ID. And um, then on top of that, Jay-Z just going in there and just spitting what he needed to spit, what he needed to tell Beyonce. Um I seen the innocence leave your eyes. I still mourn this death, and I apologize for all the stillborns because I wasn't present. Your body wouldn't accept it. I mean, <laughs> like stuff that we don't even deserve to freaking know. Mm. They're just really just uh, uh, laying out there and just crafting a, a wonderful piece of work in that song. And um, I enjoyed that. And again, just given that it's Jay Z, it it is even more. It's a yeah. big freaking it's, deal. It's it's yeah, it's a big deal because he is not. He's always been so guarded. Like that's yeah. one of his. Like if you compare him to other rappers, he's always like about uh, about personifying cool and 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 just being kind of infallible and and so he always kind of holds everybody kind of on yeah exactly yeah. and he's like larger than life he's yeah he's like the i'm not approachable i'm not the yeah. you know every man rapper i'm i'm jigga i'm superhero right. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, god yeah. flow you know that guy <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah. um my number three was dna by kendrick lamar mm, um which was uh i guess the opening to like the lyrical onslaught that you found on that album um, and I'm going to shine like I'm supposed to antisocial extrovert and excellent mean the extra work and absentees. What the fuck you heard and pessimist never struck my nerve and Nazareth going to plead his case. Um, he just really just went in on that song. I mean, just, you know, um, and that's another one. Every time I listen to it, I'm just like picking out certain lines like, yeah, you know, he, he, for him to just craft that work and just. Um, black out for that track. I mean, granted, there was there was a hook, but it just seemed like he was just spitting it all in one take, and um, I felt like I was in the booth with him, and he just 
you know, all of his, all of his thoughts about, um, his, his blueprint as a person is just out there and it's crazy and it just, it, it caught me. Mm. Um, so DNA, okay. uh, that's my number three. Energy on that crab song is just fucking crazy. It is, man. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like heavy metal, man. <laughs> you know? It's like if you're at the Kendrick concert in the front row, you need to be moshing, like. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> them bows. Yeah. Number two, Land of the Free, Joey Badass. Mm. Uh, the Lord won't get you acquitted, but you still ask for forgiveness, put opiates and syringes, then inject his religion. Um, he just floats so well. And, like, in the past with Joey, I was just always like, okay, yeah, you know, you've got a couple songs talking about you, and then you're doing that hardcore 90s shit, and, like, okay, you're cool, you're cool, cool. But with this album, it was just like, I'm going there. Especially since it was, like, the first one of the first political statements well actually no he released it right before january 20th i guess right no he came um, out i think i was saying it was in the spring man honestly or either or was it the previous album he released at the top of the year i think yeah the previous yeah. album the previous before album, the money was before at the top of the year this one yeah. was in the spring but it was one of the first like major label albums that actually dealt with the election yeah, yeah 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 so like, hearing that at that point was, like, perfect timing for me to right. be caught up in it, to reach out to me. And I just felt like this is something that needs to be constantly streamed or pump it out of somebody's car or whatever. Mm. Because it just, it, it's speaking exactly what I'm feeling right now after everything that has gone on um, with the election. And um, I, I, I just really enjoyed that track. And it just, it just had a repeat value all over it. Because it just flowed really well, especially with all the way down to the hook, um, into the lyrics and everything. He just flowed across the beat really well. So that's my number two. Um, and uh, big surprise, my number one was Dear Black Son um, oh, by Brother Ali. No, no, that was the one you were going to pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, hearing, uh, listening to the album again for the show, um, I could say that there are probably, there's a lot of emotional hip hop songs. Um, a lot of things that have reached me, made me feel things, maybe, you know, stuff that I reach for when I'm not feeling happy, stuff I reach for when I'm happy, stuff I feel, reach for when I'm confused mm -hmm. and I feel things. So, you know, Post Malone, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, as far as like songs that made me feel misty or to the point of crying or almost crying, there's um, Troy, uh, there's uh, that reminisce of you, there's uh, Love Comes and Goes by Ed OG, oh, and okay. there's this. Um, this song, when I was listening to it to the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, I, 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 might, need to pull, I might need to pull over. <laughs> And, um, you know, basically the, um, that song, you know, I, I don't know exactly what he, um, he really, really was going for as far as, am I going to make this into some song that's going to be a highly touted record or a hit or whatever. Um, but it is something that I hope everybody listens to at some point and, yeah. Um, 
it is a song that should be streamed and downloaded a million times. It deserves yeah. more, more, um, more publicity and yeah. more, more like because I because I don't think I didn't see a lot of people talking about his album or that song and it he it that, that it should be out there like that. It should. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised that it's not even in like in like underground quote things. Right. I mean, people don't feel like I don't feel people are talking about it as no. much as they really should be. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 just I don't know like. I even think about it and break it down and say, how is it that he was able to just like reach me or you, yeah, or even you about even me, even you, yeah, because you know you're, <laughs> um, uh, with a song and not so much just say certain things and say, oh, I hope well this appeals to somebody. To just, I guess, even just the uh, the breaking in his voice is probably something that just. Uh, 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 reaches out to the listener and says, "Hey, you know, you need to be feeling something mm. uh, in the midst of uh, listening to this." So um, that song is just—I don't know, man. <laughs> it's not the yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah, definitely. If you haven't heard "Dear Black Son" by Brother Ali, get check, a Kleenex before you do it. Man. Yeah, exactly. Get a box. box. Exactly. If you don't have to buy the CD, go to Spotify, you can Apple Music it. Do it. Though I recommend buying it. Or yes, the, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Support your artists. So, um, but yes, that is my uh, favorite song of 2017. All right. Um, I'm happy to say that none of the songs on my list have been mentioned by either of you. Whoa! um, (laughs) Variety. All right. I like it. So, so I will say before I start that Dear Black Sun was an honorable mention for me. Okay. Um, I think it's probably the best written song of the year. Um, It just... There are other songs that I enjoyed more, I guess I'll say. But that song is definitely a must hear, and I had to, I had to mention, even though it didn't make my top five, I had to mention it because it's a song that everyone needs to listen to. Yeah. I would say. Um, so my number five is "Looking Exotic" by Future. Um, right. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I just I'm, yeah. I'm not laughing at your choice. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> you can laugh at my choice. I, I haven't even heard the song, okay. so I can't. Um, I'm not the judge. I, I'm surprised too. Um, I li- so basically, I listened to both of Future's albums this year. For the for the for the show because we were we we were talking about we were just talking about albums that came out and I've I've tried to broaden my listening because there's a lot of I haven't listened to most of Future's albums right. so um, I was listening to it just to to hear what it sounded like and uh, I really I listened to this song more than almost any song this year hmm. I, wow. I played it a lot. Um, but it's mainly because of the beat. I will say that the beat, uh, which was produced by K Major and actually samples a, uh, it samples like a, a Jake One track. Hmm. Um, yes, that Jake One. Um, Jake One, who's done a lot of uh, work with Fifty Cent and yeah. uh, other folks, and a lot of people, Everybody. and Doom and Freeway. He did a whole album with Freeway. And Brother Ali, he did the whole album. He did a whole album with Brother, Brother Ali. Ali. That was yeah. really dope as yeah. well. Um, uh, Morning in America, Morning in America, and Dreaming in Color. Um, but yeah, like the beat on this song is just so hard. It's hard as fuck. And I, I like hard beats and, um, it was just, I just played it a lot. A future it's himself is, is okay on. He's basically just talking about, he's talking about spending money on a woman more or less, um, as rappers do. And, uh, but, but I just really, I I, I love the beat so much and future for his part doesn't fuck up the beat. Like his his the his whole auto tune thing that he does actually sounds good with the beat. It actually 
it actually like his sort of melodic voice works well with it and uh yeah it's just a powerful record to me so okay. it was my number five i i would be lying to myself if i didn't put it on my list you know okay. what I mean? Okay. So, okay. Don't I'm, lie to yourself. Exactly. Don't I, I, lie I, I, to yourself. You know, accept your truth. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. I have to lie. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, Live your truth. Yes. Um, my number four is uh, "Ox Chord" by Big Crit. Yay. Um, this is a song on an album full of great songs. Um, it's a song about he's basically basically just name checking like various artists throughout the years, where he's talking about like. Artists from the '70s who did great music, um, even up to like neo soul, so-called neo soul. Um, he's basically just saying, "Look, look, the music you're playing now is bullshit. Pass me the aux cord, and I'll play you some real music." So, but the beat, which was produced by DJ Khalil of uh, was Self Scientific. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah. he's who's done a lot of work for a lot of artists, just like Jake One, just a guy who's just done a lot of kind of he's under, like, kind of undercover. He did some stuff with G Unit in there, or something. I think he's done some stuff with G Unit. He, yeah. he did some stuff for for he produced a record for Jay Z. Yeah, did he? On um, uh, he did Mama I Made It off of um, uh, Kingdom Come. Really? Yeah. I'm wow. Pretty sure. Yeah. All right. Wait. That. Was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. But but yeah, the beat is just super like uh, hypnotic and kind of like atmospheric, um, and when you combine that with the subject matter, it's just and it has like this beautiful guitar at the end of it. Um, it's a really it's a really dope song, and it's kind of a late entry because the album just came out a couple months ago. But man, um, that song immediately hit me again on the album full of great songs. That album that song just immediately hit me as something that I had to listen to many times. Um, so yeah, that's. Ox Chord, Big Crit. All right. All right. Um, my number three is Burkina Faso by <laughs> by Rock Marciano. Oh, God. Um, I love yes, that song. Yes, I, yeah, yes. I knew he was going to make some list because, <laughs> like, I mean. Uh, I've talked about him a lot yes. on, on the show. Yes. So. <laughs> and, and, you go by, and you've been in my car. Exactly. So you know that yes. I'm, I'm playing his album. And it's like, Rock Marciano again. And you're like, again and again. <laughs> oh, yeah. When Maurice was out here, he was telling me, oh, yeah, listen to Rock Marciano. I was listening to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shot the mo after Reese out there. Yeah. Um, but no, this um just that beat. This beat. Um it's you talk about hypnotic. This it's just this loop that features like a, it's like a flute and just some weird like sound effects, but and, and and the piano, the piano keys on it as well. It's just it's just a it's a brilliant loop. I haven't I don't know if I listened to the original record, but like whoever, like the guy, shout out. To the, it was produced by his cat name, name uh, um, Animas from the Arch Druids, which is a production duo that Rock Marciano works with. I don't know how he found that loop, but mm, that album was 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 definitely uh, solidly produced. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, just that song. I mean, it's typical Rock Marciano. Rock Marciano doesn't really stray. He doesn't go outside of his comfort zone as far as raps go, as far as his his uh, flow, as far as his delivery, as far as his lyrics. He always stays in kind of the same lane, but um, that beat is just so so dope, just so fucking dope. Um, so that was that's my number three. Play your strengths, man. That's why I feel like you're talking about like you know it doesn't change. It's, it's just like some people say, oh you gotta go take chances, man. If you do what you're good at, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Nas. Yeah. Do, do what works. Yeah. Um. All right. So my number two song of the year, Gene. You probably guessed this one as well. This is Duckworth. <laughs> by Kendrick Lamar 
This was the, the yeah. This is, <laughs> this is the closer slash opener of Damn. Depending on which version you got. Yeah. Um. This is this is Kendrick Lamar, basically telling the story of how his manager and his his father met, and how that kind of drove his fate. Basically, how how their interaction drove his you know that led him to where he is now and how if things had gone a different way uh he would he he might not be around anymore or he might be doing something else yeah um so it's a really vivid story really vivid slice of life of his of of, of uh you know of of, of, of a, you know it's a true story and it's told masterfully as Kendrick Lamar tends to do um and uh, but the beat was produced by Ninth Wonder. It's the uh, beats. The beats. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically three different beats that Ninth Wonder gave Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick decided to make one song out of the three beats. Um, and it's it's what I would call it's like uh, typical Ninth Wonder. It's it's definitely you know it uses that same kind of the same snare, the same bass that you would expect from Ninth Wonder, which I I like personally. I, that's not a knock against Ninth Wonder. Uh, but I love I love all three beats. Uh, the way that they weave in and out of the song just works really well. Um, it's just it's some hardcore boom bap sampled shit told with paired with masterful storytelling, and it's a true story, which just makes it hit even harder. Yeah, um, like you couldn't ask for anything more from a hip hop record than what we get on Duckworth. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with that. That was a strong record, and um, you know, every time I listen to it, I'm like, okay, I'm listening to a different part of the story that I miss, and I'm also um, saying to myself, like, okay, yeah, he told his story, and he could have just spit it out without really making it flow as well as he did, but he didn't, and it it, it really draws you in just because of that, and um, I, I I enjoy that as an end to the uh, to the overall album. How do you, how do you enjoy it as a, as a beginning to the album? That's the beginning of the album. I haven't listened, listened okay, to it in that. I, I made a playlist of it. Go, it actually works. I did, I did too. It, I did it too. works as a beginning for a song. I mean, some of the some of the transitions aren't as good as people say. Like, right. but to go when you go and listen to it backwards. But that song as the first song works, and I agree with everything you said. It's a great story. He takes all three of those nine beats and he does shit lovely over them. And this because it's, it's also it's why I like it because you can't quite tell. Like what he's talking about for like a little bit, because he talks about you know tops or whatever, but he's not referring to him or you know the kid named Kenny doesn't refer to right. his father. You know, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't know true. quite what he's talking about until you like to get to the end of it. So right. yeah, that's worked really well. That build up, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so then my number one song of the year, my I'm sorry, my favorite song right. of the year, okay, was "Do Yo Thing" by Devin the Dude. Oh, um, wow, that's a great song. Man. Devin the Dude is, one, yeah, uh, <laughs> Devin the Dude is just one, he's one of my personal favorites, he's one of my favorite artists of all time, love how he, like, he's kind of an everyman, but, you know, he is essentially just talk, he talks, he, he smokes weed and he drinks beer and he likes women, and that's kind of what he, that's where he, exactly, exactly, <laughs> those words to live by, those are very agreeable things, Exactly. Right? So, um, and he, but he, you know, he, he spices that up with humor, also with, uh, just like real life shit, like just just talking about, you know, just shit that people go through. Like if you're broke or what what have you, he you know real life struggles. to talk about that stuff too, um, and just he 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 basically I, I consider him like a modern day blues artist. He's 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 like a rap a rap blues artist, 
Uh, and this song, Do Your Thing, is about basically he's talking about a relationship. He's breaking down a relationship where he's you know providing everything for a woman, and the woman decides eventually decides that she doesn't need him anymore. And he's kind of just talking about how it's how he's you know fucked up behind this woman leaving him, and he's like, you know what, fine, fuck it, do your thing. You you want to be independent? You want to do this? You want to do that? Fuck it, go ahead. You know, but but it's not. It's it's a it's, a, it's kind of a serious record, but. It's something that I know a lot of people can relate to. Right. And right. just this beat, which was, which was produced by uh, Blind Rob, who you might remember from uh, Odd Squad. Well, oh, that's, that, that's, that's dude from Odd Squad. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes, of course, makes sense, Blind Rob. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and Blind <laughs> Rob, you know, they've, they've been working, working together his whole career. But this beat is just so, it's just so smooth. It's just so lovely. It's like, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful track. And the kind of seriousness, seriousness of it matches the lyrics. But this is a song that I have I will never get tired of listening to. And I've listened to it so many times since this album dropped. Um and um I think it's just, it's one of his best songs. And it's it was absolutely my favorite song of the year. It was close it was close between this and Duckworth, but this beat out Duckworth for me. I I love this song. Nice. I should have remembered that song. I should remember that album. <laughs> it's a good album. It didn't it didn't make my list, but I will mention it uh briefly. It's yeah, it's it's one of his best albums in years, and so yeah, I agree. Acoustic Levitation, really really solid album. Righteous list, man. All right, all right. So now let's let's talk about albums. Word. Um, albums. actually, let's and, and let's go back. We'll go back in the same order. So we'll start with you, Jesse. All right, cool. So I'm gonna name a couple of what's it called of uh, honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, Larange or El Orange or however you pronounce it. Larange. Larange. I mean, you've heard it already. If you're low range, you said that works too. Uh, the Ordinary Man, an album that came out, a uh, music group. It's a kind of instrumental album, kind of back to his roots, talking about like a magician who's like an unorthodox magician who. It's weird. It's crazy, but it's, okay. dope. it's dope. I think he's got most instrumental, but he's got like verses with like Dell and Odyssey and Chinatown Oddity and stuff like that. So. If you haven't heard it, check it out. That's a good one. Another one is this cat. I don't know if anyone's heard of him, but I'll give him a shout anyway. Jihad, the Roughneck MC, the Wretched of the Verse. He's from uh, the Bay Area. He's with rapping with a group called Third Sight for a while. This is his little solo album of his. He still does stuff with Third Sight. He's real. It's really kind of serious, dark, very lyrical based stuff. Mm. I'll hip you all to it. Yeah, because I have not. Right. I'm not hip to that. Yeah, okay. him, and then. Uh, the other, what's it called, the last one of the, what's it called, of the Unmentioned Oh, but Mike Eagle's Rick by Kids Still Daydream. That was, that was number five until last night when I was driving home from the holiday party. I was, it was going between that and one thing I can't <laughs> And I was like, changed. You know, part of it is also because most of these albums on here were serious and I wanted to have like one, like, man, oh, right, man, just right, like one, right. like a little slight, and also, and I'll get to it, it's just something about this number five hit me really well, which okay. is, I don't know if you guys have heard it. You ever heard of the Booze Brothers? Yes. That's yes, They're but, from Philadelphia. Okay. They're affiliated with the Low Lifes, you know, Thurston Howe the Third. Mm-hmm, right. It's uh what are their names? I got their names right here. Uh it's Clever One and Him Low. They're from Philadelphia. I, I know Him Low for sure. Yeah. yeah. They're from mm-hmm. Philly. They're from Philly. Uh it's they call the Booze Brothers. The album's called Add a Beasy Hat. So Okay, yeah, right there, that sounds like something I want to listen to. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and you know what I like about it, because I'm just always a sucker for like East Coast grimy, grungy. And this really feels like a right. nine mid nineties 
grime. And I'm like, I'm not just talking like, you know, Rain Ghost, which is what they were calling me. I'm talking like, you know, those independent 12 inches that you put would buy in like 95 through 97. Like Ooh. Strictly Roots? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like there are songs on this album where I'm listening to and the beats are mixed like way too loud. And mm. it's just like filthy, nasty, dirty stiz. And I just love that type of stuff. I mean, okay. I got, always will be a suck. And it is just the most rudest, filthiest like lyric like talking about like you know pissing your mom's mouth and like <laughs> oh i'm like gosh. i'm gonna dab my whole ashtray into your mouth and take a bite of your sandwich and spit it in your face and oh, <laughs> so it's just it, it's, it's like that type of thing right but, and it's, it's just you know they just crazy just east coast metaphor you know killing you with the mr miyagi hands or stuff like which <laughs> the with the mr. Miyagi hand. Okay. Okay. so i i will always be a sucker for that type of thing and there's a lot of really good like kind of east coast grungy return the roots but this one i feel like really really captured the essence of that like few albums did that year because again they go whole hog with it like i said just i said just poor poor mixes and everything they got i mean the beats are like a lot of cats i've never heard of before cats named claymore there's actually one japanese cat i can't remember the name of his name but i've seen this he's done like a couple compilations recently but yeah, so the Booze Brothers out of Philly, they're down with Mark Speck. I don't know if you guys have heard of him or something like that. Yeah. yeah, so I really, really like that album. Sounds like something I would I would see on uncut.com. Exactly. Yeah, I, really I, got, I got hip to it through like a Bandcamp Facebook post where it's like, oh, the hip hop releases of July. Oh, wow. yeah. And I clicked on it and then when they showed that, I was like, and I, and I went and listened to it. I was like, man, this is really good. Mm, uh, so, and plus, okay. like you said, the album got out of Beezy Hat. That just. Pulls yeah, you right, right in. Like, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then uh, that's my number five. My number four is Odyssey, the iceberg. We okay. talked about it before. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. So uh, a lot of these going to be a lot of overlap between the, the songs and the album. Okay. So it happens. But uh, yeah, you know, Odyssey is always, he's been one of the best artists of certainly the 2010s. Most, most consistent. Yeah, yeah, of the 2010s between... You know, from people, if you want to go back to like Diamond District, from that yeah. album, and then going for it, then just everything, all his solo albums. And I feel like his production has, it's different now, because, you know, he used to do mostly sampling, and now I feel like he's doing a lot of live instrumentation. I know he's been touring with a band. With yeah, for a company. Yeah. yeah so. And, and, and it, you could definitely see a stark difference from even just, uh, People hear what they can't see to this album. Right, yeah. Um, you know, uh, like if you are uh, ready to rock versus any of the tracks on exactly. here. Exactly. It's totally it's, different. Yeah, and it's also a lot of, it's, it's, there's some of it's serious, like we talked about who, you know, you grew up. And then there's some songs, what's the called? I think it's called Rain Dance, where he's talking about, you know, just being growing up as a person. Yeah. And just, you know, learning, you know, the camera running wild and messing with girls. And he talks about, you know, being now he's happy and he's married. He can leave his cell phone face up and stuff right. like that. Yes. Yes. I was yes. like, whoa, that's some shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. something yeah. we can all relate to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I feel like there's a lot of maturity there. He he's good because he also he, he can just do some lyrical stuff like stuff like things and never not given enough and then he does some stuff like that like growing to be a better person and you know uh, the, of course the song I mentioned you grew up which is also some really really serious stuff yeah. but he's it's even working with like live instrumentation I'll also say it's not some guy some guys who have like live bands backing them 
there's kind of a sameness to the music, mm. and I do not think that's the case with him. So yeah. I yeah. very much appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I think Never Not Getting Enough was my favorite song. Oh, it is a great album. song. That's yeah. like, like, it's also got that go-go feel to it, too, yeah, it, does. So. it definitely does. Yeah, that was a great album. Yeah. That was definitely a great album. And, you know, I, I, I like seeing him stack up uh, this catalog and just really... Uh, being able to perform so much good stuff and you know he does a lot on licensing too and you just randomly hear some of this stuff yeah. when you're clicking through channels and I'm, I'm just happy for him yeah no he's he's killing it and what's I gonna say and also he's another cat he doesn't curse at all I mean he's going yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I feel like his trajectory his album trajectory and his his sound and his and his his rhymes are kind of he, he, he's on the same same sort of uh, uh, I guess you would call it evolution as as Brother Ali. Yeah, I feel, I feel like they're 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 similar, and they're both Muslim as well. Which right, is uh maybe maybe a coincidence, maybe not, but I definitely feel like they're on the same kind of. Yeah, no, I I, I actually do think of Muslim uh, what's called uh, word um what's the word I'm looking for? The fact that they're Muslim does have a lot to do with it. Yeah, number three, also I mentioned this album before. I mean, the song some of these guys before. This is Tanya Morgan, the. Uh, What's it called? You get what, what you, you pay, pay for. for. Yeah. So I just I like the whole concept of it. It's just kind of like the whole that music is seen as as disposable now, and yeah. like it's the whole like theme is like, hey, we're having trying to raise ten thousand dollars, and obviously they're not raising the ten thousand dollars. Got kind of telethon going on right now. Yeah. And it's kind of like the valuation of music, and I think there's some, you know, in terms of also just boom bap type stuff. I mentioned you know VPND. There's a song called Modelo also by Kev Brown from Low Budget Crew. Uh, yeah, and then he also is talking about this song about like I think it's the what is it called again? Transplant anthem. We're just talking about, you know, going and moving someplace new and trying to figure out how to get your life doing. I know it's kind of personal for Don Wilk. I think he was from Cincinnati. He's from Cincinnati. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in Brooklyn now. He's yeah. in Brooklyn now. Yeah. So and then, you know, you got a song with uh Bring back the third dude, Ilyas is like what's it called? That's the filthiest, okay, let's let's do it. Okay, yeah. let's slow it. And then, you know, also got kind of shot to Siren Young. Out there, he sings on a couple songs on yeah, that yeah, one he does, too. Yeah. So, finish line. So, yeah, it's just a good. It's also, I think, it's a good mature album from them. And I really like Brooklyn Addy, and this is a good next step for those dudes. And I just, I like, I always like when they the, the stuff they do. So. Yeah, all right. Shout out to Tanya Morgan once again. Tanya Tanya Morgan, number two, Rhapsody. Layla's Will Layla's Wisdom. 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 Yeah. yeah. Wisdom. Can't notice. Yeah, it's just. I liked her a lot before. I feel like she's gotten even better. It's not yeah, all Ninth Wonder on this there's one. There's definitely a difference between this and the last stuff. Uh, full studio, full, right. full, full, full length crown. studio album. That's about yeah. my crown, right? Crown. Yeah, yeah. Crown. But yeah, no, just she's coming from like songs like Black and Ugly, which she's talking about, you know, self image. There's a song where she's talking about hollering at the guy who lives a couple doors down. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. You never yeah. hear that perspective from. Certainly not most people, but I hate to like just say like a female MC. You oh, never just sure. say you never hear some like, "Hey, I'm just trying to holler at a dude." Just like I'm just trying to holler at a dude. Exactly. You know yeah, what exactly. I'm saying? So like women holler just like we do. So exactly. We holler, and course. just trying to just trying to spit her game. And then nobody, she's really dope on it. And there's also got that killer black thought first. Mentioned Black Thought before. Yes. It's just yes. insane. Shout out to him again. And then, uh, that was, uh, you should know, the one where it's kind of like they wrapped up the cell therapy beat, and that's just the lyrical yeah. monster on that one. So it's just, and I like even like the little interludes, like the one, I can't, I don't think it's got a song, a name to it, but when she's talking about being on like Snapchat and IG and stuff all the time. I'm oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's at the end of Nobody. I think, he, right? No, I think it's on the end of the one after. I think at the end of. No. 
Maybe you're right. Maybe it is on the end of nobody. But it might be. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I, think, and, and, I think that's the thing with this album, though, is that it flows so well. Yeah. Yeah. It uses in and out that yeah. you you don't notice when the songs end, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then there's that song, well, the one riding with the dude from around here. Uh, God, what's his name? GQ. GQ. I think I think he used to play at University of North Carolina. I think he played basketball for them actually. But yeah, I think he they just performed here. I did miss that show. I, I did see that. How show. was that show? It's great. Yeah, she she, she she had the crowd, uh, and of course it was special that he was there too. So yeah, no, so that's uh, everything about that album is good. And the Kendrick Lamar, it's all Kendrick Lamar, Power. Kendrick Lamar, you know who he kills on that one too. Yeah, doing his little Jamaican thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So, he, he tried it. He tried. <laughs> Jamaican, yes. He did, yeah. he did. Hey, look, you know, I, when we grew up, people always, you know, Snoop, oh, well, exactly. All, I, it so, was everywhere. Exactly. Devin the Dude, great at it too. So, yeah. And then number one, probably shouldn't be surprised, the Brother Ali, All the Beauty in This Whole Life. Mm-hmm. Just, he mentioned it before, just a very, very, very mature album. And just even, just... Talks about unique life experiences, like when he like that song, like Uncle Uzi taught me, when he's talking about going to Iran and everything goes like yeah. pear shaped when he's over in Iran. Yeah, which oh, I hadn't that's, heard of. That's a great song. Great song. <laughs> great song. And then what's that one? Oh, I just wrote it down. Oh, pray for me. Also, when he's talking about like you know dealing with going to school and you know. His, his hair, his hair, hair. Yeah. the fact right. he's albino and nobody, people are calling him AIDS and the teacher accidentally right. calls him AIDS. It's, and he tries it's to, a true story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh. yeah. So he just has to dye his hair and it's just, and he finally gets taught wisdom like, okay, just you know, learn to accept who you are and don't try to be anybody else. And then, what's in there? There's a, one other song, I think it's In an Easy, yeah, where he's talking about like, you know, I know I'm somebody with strong opinions and I know that also means that people want to engage me all the time on it. And I'm like, you know what? You can have your differences in opinion. And we don't have to agree. We can still be cool. But then you don't have to talk to me while I'm like, you know, talk to me about it while I'm out here at the pool with my kids right. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to talk to me about my social media over there. So yeah. it's yeah. just how also people, It's I guess it's also just about how people take him seriously as a person and as an artist, like as, you know, as a spokesperson. So I thought that was really kind of nice. And yeah, and then the, I can't figure who he's talking about. There's one song I think it's called Out of Here. He's talking about some friend of his who passed on. There's some yeah. speculation they might be talking about idea because he's mm. talking about, because he talks, because he's, the way he's framing it is like the new person like committed suicide and it's never been. Could be his, I think his father committed suicide. That's what I thought possibly yeah. is what it was. It just. It's some speculation, but also it's just kind of like, you know, I'm trying to sit here trying to come to grips with the fact that you took your own life and that I loved you as a person and I just never couldn't, I, I couldn't see that was going on, so I feel bad and I'm trying to forgive, you know, trying to reconcile the person who I, I know yeah. with the person that can lie. And that's, that's, again, some deep shit that a lot of people it don't really talk about. Deep. Yeah. Uh, just to even talk about it, to, even, even if it was just a passing line in a song, right? it would have been one thing, but to just go full-blown talking a full song and to make it very emotional is just a big deal yeah. a huge deal so yeah no that's a good and again i feel like that album does not get enough shine no that album is really really freaking good and i feel like people need more people need to talk about it and listen yeah. to it so buy it <laughs> buy it listen to it do whatever sure just buy it or see yeah. him when he buy it from him when he comes and performs in your town there you exactly. go exactly <laughs> support so the artist so that's my list alright which way are we going are we going the same it's, way yes okay alright alright um well I would have to say that that was a pretty good list yeah, thank you <laughs> okay 
Um, I, I feel like uh, I feel bad because you're uh, naming some of the things that I'm going to be naming. It happens, man. <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, well, as far as uh, honorable mentions for albums, uh, I would go with um, uh, You Only Live Twice by Freddie Gibbs. Oh. Um, he... Uh, I, it's not, of course... If you are the person, the type of person... Um, category of person who came on board to his career around the time of Pinata. Don't go in there expecting Mad Lib beats, but expect the same uh, depth of description of all the things that he's talking about. And it's just like, dude could flow, but he just really wants to transport you into exactly what he wants you to know about. That dude knows how to put words and lines together. It's beautiful. Um, that was an honorable mention. No Dope on Sundays uh, by Sahai the Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Late my, entry. Yeah. My I haven't only, heard that one yet, actually. It's, it's good. Right, it's it's good. good. It's good. My only issue is that it's a little long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably would trim a couple songs off of that, and it would probably be in my top five. Um, I would be putting um, uh, the Big Crit album title of it right now. Forever is a mighty long time. Mighty long time. Sorry. Um, that, which was a double album and, um, was also a fairly late entry. Yep. Great, great record. Great record. And, um, it's probably one of the better double albums that I've heard in recent times. It's, yeah. Um, and Anchovies by, Uh, uh, Apollo Brown and Planet Asia. Um, I definitely enjoyed that album. Um, Planet Asia is just flowing and I expected Apollo to just go straight soul soul samples, but he 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 added some variety to it. So that's that's good because I feel like as much as I like Apollo Brown, I feel like in recent years some of his production has gotten a little stale to me, where it's like a little too predictable. So I'll be interested to hear that because I haven't heard that. You like Rock Marciano? It's a really it's kind of sounds it's really sounds like Planet Asia version of Mana Rock Marciano. It does. I yeah. was thinking the same really? thing. Yeah, because it's the drumless production. You know, oh, what I'm saying? interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely different for Apollo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll check that out. So uh, my official top five. Uh, number five was All American Badass by Joey Badass. Okay. Um, you know, I already mentioned uh, my thoughts on Land of the Free. Um, Devastated was a huge record for him this year, um, and just, uh, raised his profile and was streamed, like, you know, a bunch of times. Um, I love that record. Probably my favorite record other than Land of the Free is Why Don't You Love Me? I'm, like, listening to the record, and I'm like, oh, Joey's getting a little emotional about a girl. And then I'm like, oh, he's not talking about a girl, and I probably should have figured oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's um, in parentheses, Miss America. Well, when I was listening to it, I was like, I wasn't reading it, so. um Yeah. So I'm like, whoa, okay, you know, that is definitely an emotional track about, you know, we talk about um, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but it's not even for everybody. And he's really putting, positioning it in a wonderful way. Mm-hmm. And um, I enjoyed that record. I enjoyed uh, the whole album, Super Predator with Styles P. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, That's he has great. several. He has several collaborations on the there. J. Cole is really good on that. Yeah, one yeah, yeah. That that album I felt was uh, just flawless. American Idol was wow. also a good track and good way to close out uh, the album. And I really think that he matured um, into this artist who is, um, you know, dishing out his views and thoughts on the world and getting into stories as well and um, just going there. 
Um, I, I've always loved the way he flows and said, hey, he's, he's, he's a nice little revival of the 90s, but he just said, let me put that aside and just talk about uh, the state of the world right now, state of the country, and just go there. And he definitely went there. Yeah, I like that this album is definitely a lot more focused than his last album. His last album, I felt it was a little too long, and, and it definitely... Like, he didn't try to do as many things as he tried to do in the last album. Yeah, Which I think yeah. is good. I think, and I, I like that he honed in. Also, uh, DJ Khalil produced a few songs on that album as well. Right. He's everywhere. He's What's everywhere. the name of that song with, the, like, the posse cut on there? I can't remember if that's the one with, like, Flatbush Zombies and some other cats on there. Ring the Alarm. Ring the yeah. Alarm. I like that because that feels like some, like, 90s mob deep type stuff. Or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed that album. Uh, my number four was Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody. Hmm. Um, you just talked about it. Um, there's a track for every audience on that album. Yep. Um, you know, Chrome, Ooh, uh, that is so, it's screaming single. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if they're done promoting the album, but they need Hopefully, to, yeah. they need to put that up because it's just like, even though it's not, um, fully intended to be a flossy glossy track it sounds like that initially um and then of course a nice little beat switch up um which happens a couple times on the album several times yeah um so i enjoyed that and again ninth just extended on um you know he's been working for years he's well known by a lot of people but there's a certain audience who didn't know him and uh, damn extended uh, or raised his bar a bit and he's just uh, uh, capitalizing on that with this album um, so I definitely enjoyed the music on this album and yes Rhapsody um, she was already a great MC she just went to the next level like I always felt okay you know she can rhyme this is great but I don't know about carrying an album she Carried this album, lifted it above her shoulders, threw it into the stratosphere, you know, whatever you want to call it. Because this is a great, great album, Um, you know, and uh, if there's any awards to be won by it, I hope that she gets them. Um, Mentioned that I saw her a couple weeks ago and, you know, she definitely can perform as well. Um, So I I enjoyed this album. Um, I I initially thought it was going to be too long. But I was listening to it, and song after song, I was just all wrapped up into them. You said that in the last episode. I'm curious, what is your ideal album length? My idea album length um, is anywhere between 45 minutes to just over an hour. Okay. Um, when you're getting into the hour 16s or whatever, I'm yeah. like, okay, there's going to be some filler. With Crit, that didn't happen really. With um, you know anybody that I'm mentioning who may be an hour... Um, that didn't really happen with her. That definitely did not happen, and she was just over an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah her album was like sixty-four minutes. So yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so definitely a good album. Um, my number three was uh, "Brick Body Kids Still Daydream" by Open Mike Eagle. Um, this album um, initially, when I was listening to it, uh, I heard the uh, the lyrics being sing-songy, and I was like, "Am I gonna like this?" Mm. And, and, and I, I, I <laughs> don't choke. No. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't think that I was going to like it, but like I played it once and I was like, hmm, cool. Played it again. I was like, this is starting to stick. 
Then it just got into a rotation where I didn't even realize I was playing it over and over and over again. Um, like legendary, legendary Iron Hand was a great intro. It just is knocking beat, and it's just like open the door, open the door, listen to more, listen to more. Um, Exile has a, a few production uh, credits right. on there. The first track, Legendary Iron Hand, is actually him and uh, they might be giants um, wow. uh, playing guitar on it. Um, yeah, no, he's a huge They Might Be Giants fan. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, um, so uh, you got that. You've got just um, a lot of uh, uh, deep delving lyrics which talk about his upbringing um, in Chicago. I'll talk about the projects that he grew up in which are gone now. Yeah. And, um, oh, a yeah, lot they, of the people. They, they tore all of them down. Yeah, yeah and then they can't even uh, uh, account for all of the people who used to live there, yeah. which is pathetic. Um and uh, just all over, like, real deep delving um, lyrics and emotions, and I just enjoyed it. And um, I'm just picking up something, picking up metaphors, picking up different things every time I listen to it. So it, it just gets me excited to listen to it. Um, so I, I really enjoyed this album. Okay. Um, you know, shout out to him. Uh, number two would be uh, Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Um, so there was a really high bar set for this album after, uh, to pimp a butterfly, um, being his last studio album. Um, and I was amongst the people who were sitting there like, okay, Kendrick, what you got, you know, just like everybody else. And there were some people who, after that first listen, they were like, it doesn't sound like to pimp a butterfly. I'm not going to listen to it again. Me. I went in, I listened to it, and I listened to it so many times this year. Um, he went a total different direction musically, as we've mentioned with some of the songs. Um, and, uh, you know, working with uh, different producers, uh, Mike Will made it, um, Ninth Wonder, who he worked with before, um, which uh, I felt made a great soundscape for everything that he was going for as far as different emotions and theming them. Um, as uh, different titles for songs going from fear to uh, love to lust uh, you know uh, DNA being the track that set everything off uh, Humble which was uh, the track that everybody was just chanting the chorus all across America um, I really enjoyed this album a lot and um, I personally feel it's a classic some people might not um, but I really think that Kendrick is is really uh imprinting his footprint as far as being one of the greats of hip-hop history mm-hmm. um you know some of my favorites on there um i already mentioned it. i also liked love i know you didn't like it i don't like love. <laughs> i still don't like love love is one i think that's the one i sort of came around on the one i'm not quite there on is god but the rest of lovely Lovely. Yeah, For somebody I'm, who doesn't I'm, like the song. Well, I, I gave it a fair listen. I, yeah, I tried to like that. Yeah. I, I came around on that one. It okay. took me a little bit, but I came yeah. around on that one. And um, so that was my number two. Uh, would you be surprised at my number one? No, you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All the beauty in this whole life. Um, He's got good taste, bro. Yeah. <laughs> my brother Ali and like. It was only this week that I officially decided it was going to be my number one because I was like, should it be in my top five? Should it be in my top five? And then I sat down and listened to it again after the first time that I listened to it. And I was like, 
yeah, you're like moving to five, you're moving to three, you're, I should put you at one. Because mm. it's just, it is um, a perfect outline for how if somebody came up to me and said, oh, well, what do you think about the current state of hip hop? Uh, should I start rapping or things like that? I would say, here you go, listen to this <laughs> and really get into what I would think that hip hop should be like. Mm. I personally think there's a lot of room for uh, hip-hop to be fun. There's a lot of room for you to talk about money, cars, and clothes. Sure. But I think that there should be a lot of room for people to talk about what they feel, uh, talk about their emotions, to talk about things that are reaching out to the audience that they're trying to speak to. And I think that those three groups, they're fine uh, to you know exist at the same time. And this definitely goes into that third group. And um, I enjoyed it so much. And we talked about um, some of the records, of course. Uh, Dear Black Sun, um, you mentioned um, um, Out of Here. Out of Here just hit me. Yeah, that's, that Almost as hard as uh, Dear Black yeah. Sun. Um, you know, Uncle Lucy taught me um, yeah. uh, Pray For Me. Um, special effects I love. That's a good one. That, that's, like, that's like a wedding track, basically. <laughs> a hip-hop wedding track. Mm-hmm. Um, just... Uh, the the album is basically flawless. It is flawless. Um, so I am so happy that he made it. I, I am unfortunately didn't get to see him on his tour, but hopefully I get to see him soon and uh um great, great, great piece of work. So those are my top five for this year. All right. Great list. All right. Thank you. Um <laughs> so so I'll I'll go in with my list. Um I'll do honorable mentions. Um all one of my honorable mentions was Brother Ali, all the beauty in this whole life. Um I mean, yeah, I really have nothing bad to say about that album. It's not my favorite Brother Ali album, but it's a great album. And um, uh, what I will say is there were there were days this year where I felt really shitty about humanity in general. And I listened to that album to kind of like... Because it's not a pessimistic album by any means. Right, no. yeah. Which yeah, you might expect. Yeah. But it's very, it's very, it's a very optimistic album right. in a way. And so I listened to that album to kind of help me restore my faith in humanity. Like, that's for real. Like, but, um, but it didn't make my list. But it's an amazing album. Um, also, Devin the Dude, Acoustic Levitation. Again, as I said before, it's one of, one of, he's one of my favorite artists and it's one of his best albums in years. Just really well done. Um, he, he just mixes the humor with the real life shit in, in a way that few artists can do. And I love Devin the Dude. Um, also, uh, Quelle Chris, um, being, being you is great. I wish I could be you more often. Um, uh, again, he's also another one of my favorite artists of the, of the past few years. And, uh, this album is, it, it, it has more so than his previous albums. It has a, a central theme, which is like self-acceptance, which is something that I, I wish more rappers would talk about. Um, just talking about being comfortable with yourself and loving yourself. Yeah, and uh, I just I love his production. I love, uh, I love his raps. I just you know, um, just got engaged too. I understand for, to to Gene Gray. Gray. Yes, yes, nice. yes. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Two of my favorite rap artists. I mm-hmm. uh, love them both. So good luck to them. Um, <laughs> so and congratulations as well. Not just good luck, um, <laughs> so, but good luck too. <laughs> good luck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so all right, so my number five is uh, Jay Z four forty four. Um, this this album again, 
Jay-Z is not, as, as we've discussed on the show, he's not one of my favorite rappers. I know he's like top five for a lot of people. He's not top five for me. But um, this album, he he did something that's completely different for him. Not just on, you know, on the one hand, yeah, it's more uh, confessional, more emotional, more revealing than he's ever been. But also in terms of uh, the music, he he went with no ID for the entire album, except for two songs on the, uh, like, like two of the bonus songs that came out later are were produced by uh, James Blake. But everything else was no ID. So... Uh, it's a different sound for him. It's not. It's not at all. It's not at all. Uh, it's not a a clean album from a production standpoint. That is, it's a lot of it's a lot of soul samples. Um, it's not. It doesn't have that crisp radio sound that you might be used. To. Like Jay Z will used to give you like some hit records with like a crisp, you know, like a you know a crisper, uh, more modern futuristic type sound. He doesn't do that at all on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think musically it really matches with with what he's saying and and his like some of the revelations and some of the more confessional uh, aspects of the record, um, and it's you know the album stays on like kind of a theme uh, and it's it's kind of it's what it's the album that you would expect someone a man of his age to make, right? Because I think previously he's still he's he's kind of tried to chase the you know chase like the younger crowd as a lot of rappers tend to do and he doesn't really do that on this album, which is different for him. Yeah, um, yeah and, and so I just, I felt like it was, it, it's a, it's a, it's somewhat of a short album, which I think is good. It's, it, you know, the, the 10 track version clocks in just over 30 minutes. But, um, I think, you know, say what you gotta say and get out. You know, <laughs> you know uh, keep, keep it brief, son, half short, twice strong. Jizza. Uh, Jizza, that's right. Another <laughs> album is 20 years old. There you go. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that's four forty four. Um my number four is Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Damn. Um So yeah, so to me this album is not it's not as good as as Temple Butterfly or Good Kid Mad City. But a good Kendrick Lamar is still a great hip hop album. Right. A, yes. a good Kendrick Lamar album is still a great hip hop album, regardless. Yes. Um because just his his mastery of the craft of rapping is, you know, second to only Black Thought, I would say, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the way that he flows on all of these songs, the, like, he, he switches up his flow on every song. He perfectly blends well with whatever beat he's given, tries out different flows. It's just his, the way that he's able to use his, uh, his mouth. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, but it's, it's, it's masterful. Like you, like he's really doing a lot of verbal gymnastics with his rhymes, and it's it's just, it's impressive. But you know, he also it's not just rapidly rapping for the sake of doing it. He's he's like this album is a more personal album than his last. His last album was more concerned with like blackness as a whole, and even musically, it was more concerned with blackness as a whole. But uh, on this album. Um, he's 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 going a little more inward, talking about himself and his 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 inner feelings, and um, and uh, he does that in a way that few people, few rappers can do. And um, I would say it was the most lyrically rich album of the year. I'll say that. And um, and yeah, I still don't like love, but overall, <laughs> overall, um, again, you know, Duckworth was one of my favorite songs of the year. Amazing song. Um, I really like. Uh, you mentioned. Um, uh, what fear? fear. Love, yeah. love, fear. Alchemist. Alchemist. Yep. Um, yeah, I really like a lot. That's a great song. Um, uh, 
uh, feel, uh, element, just a lot of really, like, uh, element is a song where he really, he's able to make something that's catchy, but also saying something, um, which is, you know, something that he's really, he's really good at doing. What about the song with you too, Triple X? Triple, I like Triple X too. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like, I like, yeah, I like you know, it. you know, you got the beat switch there. You got like, like three beat, really th- three yeah. movements in that song. Yeah. And, and I really, I really like that song because that's the song where he's talking about like, like people want him to inspire them. And he's like, look, yeah. somebody fucks with me or mine, right. they, they're getting killed. Like, like, well, you know, um, it's like, I'll chip a nigga and then throw the blower in his lap. I chip, nigga, I chip a nigga and then throw the blower in his lap, walk myself to the court. Like, bitch, I did that. Yeah. Like, like, you know, yeah, I, I'll try to inspire the kids, but at the same time, I'm, I'm human. If it's, it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's again not my favorite Kendrick album, but still really good and still great as as a whole. Like, um, there are a few people on his level as far as making albums, as far as making rap music. So, um, my number three is Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom. Um, this might be the best crafted. This is I think this is the best, the best crafted album of, of rap album of the year. Okay, in that. You can tell they put a lot of effort into making this a very cohesive and fluid uh, listen. Um, like we were talking about before, the song a lot of the songs just go, flow in and out, and you don't even know when one's when one ended and one and, and the next one started. Right. The, the transitions are so well done. Um, the sequencing is so well done. And that's something that's missed. It's it 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 reminds me, even though it's not a full hip hop album, it reminds me of. Um, Whatchamacallit? Oh, jeez. It reminds me of Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Huh. Yeah, because it's like that album was sequenced for you to have a full listen. And you could say it was because of the skits on that album or whatever, mm-hmm. but it drew you in to the point that you're not saying, okay, well, I'm going to listen to this and then listen to that. It's like, turn it on, let's go wash some dishes or whatever, mm-hmm. because this is going to be a full listen for us. And I feel that like that's the same thing with this. Yeah. And, and like you mentioned before, the beat switches, there's a lot of beat switches on the album. Um, and uh, Jesse, you were talking about like like the diverse subject matters. Like right. she, she goes, she talks about everything, yeah. just from a very real perspective. Like, and I really like that she, that I, I could tell, you could tell she made a clear effort to hit as many, like, perspective like like talk about as many different things as possible it without feels forced. it doesn't feel forced yeah. it doesn't feel forced um but yeah it was just just really well done um i was when i first listened to the album i was like where are the ninth wonder beats mm-hmm. and then when i looked at the track list and i'm like oh he did like nine out of 14 of the tracks mm-hmm. on the album he yeah. really he really made an effort to expand his sound on this album yeah um you don't get what you would call his signature sound or like a typical ninth wonder banger right. on here at all and um I think it's almost as much of a showcase for him as it is for her in that he's like, look, look at what else I can do. You know what I mean? And um, um, it's it's musically is there to me, there was a strong contrast between this and Kendrick Lamar's album um, in that uh, this album is very like the, the sonics are very warm and soulful, whereas Dan was very like abrasive and kind of cold almost sonically. Um, which is not which is not a negative thing. It's just it's just a contrast that I noticed when listening to it. But I really, I really love the production on this album. Um, and yeah, it's just, I mean, Rhapsody wraps her, her ass off. And, and again, just really has a lot of substance. Like, there's not, whether she's talking about just hollering at somebody or talking about, like we were talking about the last song on the album, Jesus Coming, which is, yeah. which is a really heavy record. Yeah. Um, she just always has something interesting to say. And just 
well fucking done. Like, what more can you say about it? It was just, uh, um, again, just really, it just reminds you of the days when people put more effort into making an album. Yeah. Yeah. Complete product. Yeah. Exactly. Flows perfectly. Um, so my number f- my number two, my second favorite album of the year was Big Crit, Forever is a Mighty Long Time, which was surprising for me because it's a double album. And if you listen to our double album episode, I generally tend to have a negative attitude about double albums. I'm like, why did you make a double album? Don't yeah. make a double album. This was not More the case. This yeah, is, no, This is not the case with this album. Uh, Big Crit, who, who's another one of my favorite artists. Um, he managed to make a double album that is very low on filler. And now it could be, it could it could be a single album because it's not, it's not super long. It's, it's 84 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I was to say, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's double albums go. It's pretty short on each yeah. disc. So, yeah. 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 And I think the reason he made a double album because it, there's a concept, right. right? It's kind of similar to the, the TI versus TIP right. album concept where it's like, the first disc is the Big Crit disc, and the second disc is the Justin Scott disc, which, you know, that's his real name, Justin Scott. So the idea is that the first album, the first uh, half of the album is more like his rap persona, and the second half is more more personal. But if, you, if you've been listening to Crit for a while, he's kind of always done that. I feel right. like he's, one of the things that I like about Big Crit is he always balances kind of the personal with the more like with, with the braggadocio like he's yeah. always he's always yeah. done that yeah that's true that's true I mean you even see it on some of his guest appearances too yeah um and so yeah like so yeah there's definitely stuff there's definitely a few tracks you could trim from the album to make it a, a single disc but I'm not mad at him for making a double album which is rare Normally I'm like, come on, man, don't, don't do that. Do this. Come on. But, uh, yeah, it's, thematically, it works, holds together very, very well. Holds yeah. together well, and he's got a long, just a lot of songs to tour with now. <laughs> that's that's and also true. I think also like some of the songs are like six minutes long, but it's kind of like he just adds extra instrumentation to it. So yeah, he's doing a lot of interesting stuff with each song. Yeah, so. it, like yeah, like in, we're talking about like like beat switches or what have you. Right. There's there's, several, there's a couple of songs on here where he where he does that as well. It's like you know like a, a like a, a second movement to the song. Yeah, um, it's a good album. Um, Gotta keep the devil off. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> confetti's my jam on that. Confetti, one. your yeah. confetti ain't heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second disc for me is just like amazing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. like song after song after song, it's just like yo, this each song is like better than the last one. And it's like every time I listen to it, it's like I forget how good the next song is. Everlasting. Um, Everlasting, higher. Uh, Price of Fame, yeah. uh, Higher higher Calling with Jill Scott. Yeah. Love yeah, that song. That's a great song. Um, uh, 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 mixed Messages. Mixed is, Messages. Is, is uh, awesome. Um, ugh, that's a good album. Get Away is, yeah. is awesome. Uh, again, I mentioned Ox Chord already. Um, uh, 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 get up to touchdown with CeeLo and and CeeLo Brown. Actually, CeeLo actually raps. He actually like, raps. He, he doesn't do an inspirational hook. He, he actually yeah. raps. He yeah. raps. And he doesn't do corny parody songs. <laughs> He's rapping like it's you know second Goody Mob album. I, right. I, I yeah. very much appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's just, uh, just man, just music, just really, really, really strong. An album that I can't wait to, to listen to again. And um, it was surprising because it's a double album. It came out just a couple, just like a month or two ago. But it was, it's just really strong. Just a really strong album. It's an album, the kind of album that you want to play for people. Like, yo, have you heard this yet? Listen to this. Mm-hmm. And I think you've played the number one one for me a few times. You already know. Oh, okay. You already know what my number one is. Um, yeah, my number one album is Rock Marciano, Rosebud Revenge. Um, 
Man, I love this album. Um, and and it's just I've yeah, it's an album that I've listened to so many times this year, so many times. Um, it's still in my car. I've I've listened to it on every streaming service, just um, headphones, car, wherever. Uh, home stereo. I've listened to it everywhere. Um, why? Why is it so good? Why? Um, there's something about his style that I just love. Like he he comes he in my opinion he has this he ha- he has this very nonchalant non sequitur style which is kind of um at least in terms of lyrics he reminds me a lot of Doom, a bit of Ghostface, a bit of Cool Keith even who he's mentioned as one of his like inspirations. Um and that's just those are like some of my absolute favorite rappers of all time. Right. And so he he follows in that line with the way he just flows like like he, like he has this very deadpan sense of humor. Like, every, like he, his, his delivery is extremely low key, and which some, which might annoy some people, which I totally understand. But uh, the way he just delivers, he way he just rattles off lines, like it's nothing, like two biscuits, like it's time for tea, like, like, <laughs> like that's just it's so clever and so like he just delivers it in a way he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not calling attention to it. Like, look how clever I am. He just says this shit and then goes to the next line, like. Uh, Fresh to death, I thought a nigga slept in Tupperware. Like, come on, man. There's the rat magnate. Jackets made a snake. The cash at a rapid pace likes the way rabbits mate. A rapid pace like the way rabbits mate. Like, come on, man. Like, picking up just he he just the way he the way he will just string together like pop culture references and just like just pimp shit or or whatever. But he does it in a way that's so masterful and just so enjoyable to listen to like um and i love i just i love the production on the album like you were talking about kind of that more where the, the drums are less emphasized uh-huh. a lot of just a lot of crazy loops um it kind of reminds me a bit of like stroke of death like in, in in some moments it reminds me of like stroke of death off of ghost off of supreme clientele or again like like kind of just very unorthodox loops weird uh-huh. sounds like like finding like a weird part of like 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 a very obscure record like like a like he'll find like a like a uh, some like a German pop record or something and just like loop a very obscure part of that record and I I love that I absolutely love that. Which um, is the one that my father is dying part of it. Oh, oh my father, father is dying. dying. <laughs> that's, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's pray for me. Yeah, it's which which has, has a really dope um like uh, uh saxophone on that on right. that record. Um, or horn, look at a horn on that record. But um, yeah, like, and I recognize this is not an album for everyone. Like, my lady hates this album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna listen to it every time you get in the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but but like, because it's not for everyone. Because again, his he he almost whispers at as sometimes, which I understand people would probably want him to be a little more like. And he used to do that earlier on. Like, if you listen to uh Marsburg from like 2010 I believe. He's definitely right. his delivery is more energetic on that album. Um and and starting with with Reloaded uh which came out in 2012, he's kind of gotten more and more laid back. Um but I don't mind it. I I think it it works with the music that he chooses. And what I really appreciate about Rock Marciano is that he clearly is making the music that he wants to make. He doesn't give a fuck about uh, being popular or being famous, he's just like, look, this is what I like to do. This is the kind of music I want to hear. This is what I like to make. This is what I want to talk about. And he just does it. And I really, that's one thing that I always harp on with rap is I, I hate it when something sounds contrived or forced. I really like it when I can tell that somebody is just making the music they want to make. Yeah. And he absolutely does that. And um, 
Um, I wouldn't say this is my favorite album. I actually liked, I think Reloaded to me is a masterpiece. That was his, his last, that was the album from 2012. But Rosebud's Revenge is excellent, and it really continues in, in that, along that same line. And it was easily the most the album that I listened to the most this year, and I haven't gotten tired of it yet. So, <laughs> I, I would figure you would have been by now, but whatever. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I like. I mean, like I said, I, his drumless production thing is not for everyone, but right. I always get it. And like I said, I just always have a weak spot for you know just. New York, dirty grungy New York shit. Yes, yeah. yes. I yeah. mean this. This was in my top ten. And you know what I'm saying? I, because I've, I've written out my top ten. This was like number ten. But I had a question. To, yes. Well, you can continue with that point. No, I was just gonna say it's a number ten, and I don't fault any put fault you put number one because like I said, I just just nine albums I like better than it right now. Yeah. But <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, no, he just has a real, like you said, kind of matter of fact way of doing things. He doesn't put a lot extra on it, so I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. What was your question, sir? Well, my question is about a different album. Are you finished? I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm finished. Okay. Was Damn in your top ten? No, it was not. Whoa! I'm, look. Don't say what was his... Whoa! All right, look. Here's my thing. And I knew this. It's in my top 20. It's in my top 20. It's in my top... Look. Kendrick... I'm not as big of a Kendrick fan as everybody is. And I think my problem with him... I don't like his voice as much, and mm. I really don't. He doesn't. He didn't do it as much on "Damn," but he did this a lot on "Pimp a Butterfly." The whole shrieking thing, and it's like, dude, stop yelling at me some of the mm. time. And it's just like, and I get he's a brilliant lyricist. He puts together phrases well. He's very deep with it. It's just, and I, I can look at "Damn," and like I said, "Fear" is one of my favorite songs that came this year. "DNA" that's another one. Yeah, yeah Duckworth. It's just something doesn't always add up with my thing and it just honestly it just might be that it's not he's not the type of music for me like i said it's okay. just it's not it's sometimes it's just a little there's a little bit too much you know like you said rock marciano is kind of like nondescript with it mm-hmm. kendrick sometimes to me is a little Opposite. bit too much like yeah look at me look at me i'm being deep type thing mm. with it so and i get it and maybe that's just who he is and you I want feel, him to sell more not tell yeah and i feel like I feel like he, and it's cool, because I know he knows he's a great artist, I know he knows he's a great lyricist, and I know he knows he's got everybody's ear yeah. at this time, and I'm sure he's, people say he's a humble cat, but it's so much, yeah, he's, 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 he's pushing, it's like he's trying so hard to be the best rather than just being the best, hmm. is the thing, it's just kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's just like, like I, I'm gonna, you know, be the man, and uh, and it's a lot of times I like it. I like the albums that were just great when they weren't trying to be great. You know what I'm saying? I okay. feel like he's every single time he's like, I'm trying to make the greatest album of all time, which is an admirable thing. But sometimes I really feel like, hey, I'm just gonna make the music that's in me right mm. now at this point. Those right. are usually okay. the albums I prefer. But I have, I respect Kendrick Lamar as an artist. I respect everyone who puts his album in the number one or five or think it's the best album ever. Or some people are saying that he's a top five artist already. I might not agree. He's on agree, but I respect but you get, it. You and, get you know, it. truthfully, man, and because you were talking about Kendrick before, my nine-year-old nephew has heard Humble before. So I'm like, okay, it's not my favorite song, but if he can be listening, if he's listening to Humble rather than some of this other mm. crap out there right now, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. Let him listen to Humble. I'm like, there's a lot of other... There's a lot worse. There's a lot of garbage, like I said. So when he was up here, I was trying to play him some like 80s and 90s. Him and his little brother, some 80s and 90s stuff. And then he was telling me, he's like, oh yeah, like hip-hop, like humble. I really like that song. And I'm like, 
He said, yeah, I made sure to tell me you listened to the clean version of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I respect it. And like I said, for a lot of these dudes who I, I'm old, so I just don't get him might get a little let, let him say he's old. Don't don't try to tell him he's not old. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. We're old. We're old. We're old. old. We are old, it's man. It's okay. It's okay. So, <laughs> I'm old, so I don't get. So I sometimes say, okay, you know what? He's not for me, and not everything that he does is for me, but a lot of the stuff is. So I can respect him. Yeah, that's my long-winded answer. And I knew this question was going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like he. Was, you were talking about. You said you you want him to just be the best rather than kind of try to be the best. Yeah, I I feel like. He did that more with, with Butterfly than with Damn. I feel right. like Damn was a bit more... Because the album, he, he put it out a lot faster than right, right. Butterfly. That album took years to make. Right, 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 right. This album seemed like he kind of... Like, it, it almost seemed like it was a rejection of the last album in a way. Right. Not, not like, as in he doesn't like that album, but, but as like, in, like, I'm going to just put out something in a year. Right. I'm not going to try to, like, call back to all eras of black music. I'm just going to make what sounds good to me right now. Right. And and it's a personal album, um, so I, I I felt like with this with this album he was a little less like Butterfly is definitely a grandiose statement. Yeah. Granted, yeah. I love that album. Yeah. Extremely. Yeah. I like it. I much. like it as much as everybody else does, but I like it. But there's some great stuff on it. But so. um. But but I think that was definitely more of a of him making a grandiose statement than than this album. Yeah, I agree. I, think. I agree. But I still feel like some of that's like, hey, I'm just gonna be the, I'm gonna be the shit here, and this is, like I said, just, just be the best on the whole way. It's like, it's like why people, it's like why I like the Chronic by Dr. Dre the best by him because that was just like, it was just him in the studio, blend like beer and weed and yeah. just getting smoked and just doing whatever music, whatever. Whereas I feel like every all those other albums, like, oh, I have to go and make that great album again rather than just making yeah, the music. I, yeah, I. I really never really listened to Compton. To yeah, that's what I'm saying. Compton was Compton. Yeah, yeah I didn't Compton's listen to it too. Was way over the top. But exactly, he was trying top. to. I felt yeah. like he was trying to be like, oh, I'm going to change the game again, rather than just, to, to, to just make the music and see if it changes the game, rather than I'm just going to shift the whole paradigm. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so. they yeah they really he really overdid it on the intensity with that record. It's 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 a lot. Um, but yeah, okay. Oh. I, I think I think we're good. So I was going to say, wait, 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 what are you guys' thoughts on the year in general? It's 2017 in hip-hop. What are you, how do you think it stacks up? Uh, compared to last year, I really think that last year was definitely a stronger year because it was, um, you know, the climate. Um, but, I mean, really, you think about the fact that... Um, I guess it was just because some of the people that I wanted to see make records came back and did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in 2017, you did have people who never even spoke up about certain topics, politics, um, their own emotions or whatever, finally do that. Um, you know, put out full albums about the political climate, put out full albums about how your everyday life is or how you feel about cheating on your wife um put out um shitty you should feel shitty about shitty. yeah of course 
I still don't think he cheated on his wife. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> no, 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 I still, I still think it's, I think he's trolling all of us, but it's a great album, so whatever. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, we, yeah, we, we could debate that for hours. Yeah. And I yeah. Answer, we don't know. But yeah, that, yeah, I, maybe. I think 2017 was definitely a more vulnerable year, but I think that 2016 just had a lot um, more to choose from. Right. Not that 2017 didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, what next year will bring, I don't know. I mean, but what I can say about this year is that there were even a lot of great albums that we didn't even talk about. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, um, I enjoyed Big Boy's album. I enjoyed the new Cunning Linguist album. I enjoyed... Um, I'm look, know, I'm look the other ones I got here. A few other um, albums that uh, came out this year. I enjoyed Dizzy Wright's album. I enjoyed... Uh, the Yo Drew album I thought was pretty good. Yeah, Yo Drew's yeah. album was really good. It was yeah. good. Uh, who else? I mean, Lecrae's album. I like Lecrae's I album. I haven't heard Lecrae's album yet. To Go listen to I it. Ha- I have bootleg because I'm not going to pay $100 for this album. Those Mac Hami albums you ever heard of? Doing? Oh, um, Haitian Body Oil. Yeah, I mean, did not, not even that one. The ones that come after that, they sell on Bandcamp for like $100 just yeah. to get like a streaming download oh of it. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to pay that much, but yeah. I'll free 99 it because whatever. Yeah. And those are actually pretty good and yeah. uh dirty digs i don't know if you've heard of him he works at planet asia quite a bit uh, actually yeah. his is dope the anchovies album was dope. yeah that was dope uh what was the other one i was thinking of uh what's that cat's name Hus kingpin you ever heard of him? oh yeah, yeah yeah i didn't even know he dropped an album until like last week and i went and downloaded it and i'm like oh this is pretty damn yeah, good yeah so. the, there's been a lot of great things that have come out this year and um even moments within albums that i wouldn't normally uh like like um uh i didn't particularly care for the album on full but that two chains album was fun to listen to With the pink the uh, uh pretty girls love trap I music listen to that album i haven't listened to it recently but i listened to it when it came out is it good I, I liked I like some of it. I like some of it too. I I didn't like it as a full album, but he he was having fun, and it wasn't like me sitting there like, do I have to listen to this to review it or whatever? Yeah. It was like, oh, cool, cool, you know. And um, even this recent album, uh, Double or Nothing, uh, Big Sean and Metro Booming. I didn't care for Big Sean's um, selection of certain lyrics, but Metro Booming actually sounds better than what I've heard before. So. Um, you know, there's definitely has been a lot of great moments this year and um, all over the place. What do you guys think of the quality album? It's pretty good. It's, it's Actually, I do. I thought about it like just outside of my top ten, honestly. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked it. There there were points that I wish he could have traded out, but I liked, um, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, You're the One That I Love. I liked uh, Traveling Light. I liked, um, you know, he's definitely got some tracks on there. I, I liked what he tried to do with uh, Waka Flocka. Um, you know, uh, overall it was a cool album and it was definitely a, a return for me in my eyes for him. Um, so, uh, I, I liked it. What, yeah. what, what do you I, think of the year? I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, well, just speaking about quality, I feel yeah. like he's dropped a lot of solid albums right. that haven't gotten a lot of attention. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good, and I think, um, just talking about 2 chains, I really liked, uh, Poor Fool from that album. I just wanted to go yeah. Um, but, um. Yeah, like there was a lot, there were a lot of good to great albums that came out this year, mm-hmm. and I feel like more so. I don't know if I listened to more this year or, or that I I thought there was a, a better slew of records this year. But I definitely thought there were a lot more good albums this year than there were last year from mm-hmm. 
from what I remember anyway of last year. Um, there were a lot of records that could have been like my number four, my number five. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and and so again, like I mean, we mentioned a lot of a lot of albums. I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm gonna name any more, but but um, it's 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 hard to keep up with everything. So much music comes this, out. This, well, yeah, so you know, rappers. we're in the digital era, and anybody can put out an album. We can put one out tomorrow. Exactly. So. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, and then these days it's all it's all about the you know used to be build up for the album. Now it's just like okay, bam, here, here, yeah, I will. I was it album. Put it just, out. It's out. Put it out now. <laughs> bang, bang, it's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's, it was. I, I probably like last year a little better, but I think my top my top twenty to thirty were pretty solid. Okay. I feel like last year I felt like there was like fifty or sixty albums I was really fucking with. Wow. Yeah, I, I but see, I'm I'm like that. I just like listening to music all the time, and this time I feel like there was like twenty or thirty albums I listened to a lot. Mm. Whereas last year I was like, damn, I can't even narrow this stuff. Yeah, you can't. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's it was still a good year for music. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, there's always always something to pull out for every year. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, we're done. Sure. So, uh, are we done? I think we're done. Well, all right. I think we're done. Of course, um, we have mentioned all of our contact information. Um, you can, of course, check out this episode on YouTube. Uh, we will have it in podcast form soon. Um, you can contact us uh, on the Twitter about anything that we've mentioned. Um, and, it's on No Loops on Twitter. On No Loops on Twitter as well. And, of course, on NoLoops.com. Um, uh, we appreciate you watching our stream and, uh, we would definitely love to hear your opinions about anything that we mentioned. Um, as I always say, uh, be kind, but be wise and always be on time and, uh, appreciate you, uh, always. Um, yeah. So you be, <laughs> well, Okay. I, I, where the Huskies I'm, go when they eat the yellow snow. <laughs> As Frank Zappa would say. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll work on transitioning from Gene's inspirational quote to whatever I have to say. So, but yeah, so, so yeah, so th- thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And. Thank you guys for letting me on here, man. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks oh, for coming. I like, I like talking to knowledgeable cats about hip hop and. Also, knowledgeable cats about hip hop. So. Likewise, thank, so, you. Thank, you. thank you. And 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 check out Jesse at albumism.com com and uh, check Where? out uh, the On the Roof podcast with yes. adp.fm. If you click the shows, they'll be on the roof. They'll say on the roof of Tim Diesel, but now it's me and Tim Diesel on there. Okay. So some show, a lot of the shows, it's me behind the boards. Tim Diesel doing his things on the turntables a couple of times. I get lucky enough to. Do whatever, and also check out Cold Sweat on there, which also I'm behind the boards. My man Fluid Cut does the. Uh, spins old vintage that vintage new soul usually and okay. stuff like that so all right, check, check those out. out check those out shout out to Flu Cut shout out to Tim Diesel alright all right. cool all right. ladies and gentlemen thank you thank and, you and peace peace, peace.